Hello, this is Jennifer Wolf Horsch, and I'm the Executive Director of the International Association of Industrial Accident Boards and Commissions, also known as the IAIABC. You're listening to the IAIABC's podcast, Accidentally, where we discuss issues and events impacting workers' compensation programs. During Accidentally, I ask thought-provoking questions, raise awareness of emerging issues, and offer insights on workers' compensation. My hope is to make you think a little differently about workers' compensation. You can subscribe to our monthly podcasts on iTunes or find them at iaiabc.org slash podcast. The times they are a change in. The famous Bob Dylan song that every generation co-ops for one reason or another. Today, I'm thinking of Dylan and workers' compensation and how the times are a change in indeed. I've talked in previous podcasts about the changing landscape of work and the changing nature of employment relationships. If you're interested in learning more about what I had to say about that, you should listen to one of my first podcasts. It's called The Sharing Economy and Implications for Workers' Comp. As I discussed in that podcast, an area of continued evolution in our economy is related to employment relationships from professional employer organizations to rising numbers of independent contractors to work through collaborative economy platforms. People are connecting to work in different ways today. And this has serious implications for how individuals access the social safety net, including occupational safety, health, and workers' compensation programs. These programs and other benefits like unemployment insurance, social security, disability, are generally tied to traditional employer and employee relationships. But as I said, those relationships are changing. It's estimated that the U.S. economy today supports 36 million independent workers. That's roughly a quarter of our workforce. And the benefits and protections that these workers access is an important consideration for policymakers, business owners, workers, and communities. These social safety nets are a positive societal force, and they support financial stability for individuals and families. But what kinds of benefits these workers have access to is uncertain. As one paper put it, Workers are increasingly entering a complex, choose-your-own-adventure world for benefits and protections. In response to these changing times, discussions about the social safety net and traditional employment benefits, think health insurance, unemployment, social security, workers' compensation, paid family leave, sick time, and more, are shifting from employer-focused programs to those tied to workers themselves. These concepts have been broadly described as portable benefits. Portable benefits seek to decouple labor and social protections from the employer and make them available to all individuals who are engaged in the workforce. 
Portable benefits are built on the following principles. That they're independent and portable. Workers should be able to access basic social protections and benefits irrespective of their employer and where they earn income. That these benefits be flexible and prorated. Workers should earn contributions to these benefit accounts based on units of work or income earned. That they be universal. The entire labor force should have access to a basic set of benefits regardless of their work status. And that there be innovation. Businesses should be encouraged to innovate and pilot new safety net innovations regardless of the worker classification that they use. So in discussions of portable benefits, there are several models and concepts that are in use today that have been described and are informing portable benefit models in the future. And a couple of those are, first of all, the multi-employer benefit plans. These are often referred to as Taft-Hartley plans. And these multi-employer benefit plans are governed by ERISA, which is a federal law, and they allow collectively bargained workers to pool benefits typically pensions and health insurance, from multiple employers or contract organizations. These plans have an hour bank for individuals, which ensures that workers can have continuity of coverage during times of fluctuating work. And that's a key consideration for independent workers. Another model that's in use today that's being used to inform future ideas and concepts is the Black Car Fund. And that ensures that workers' compensation coverage is provided for Black car drivers, including Uber and Lyft drivers, in New York State. Drivers are considered employees of the Black Car Fund, and as employees, they receive workers' compensation coverage. Coverage for these drivers is paid through a statutorily created surcharge of 2.5%, and that surcharge is paid by the customer. Another one is the Ghent system, and the Ghent system is a Nordic model of publicly subsidized unemployment insurance. These unemployment insurance benefits are typically administered by trade unions, and the system is funded by contributions from employees, employers, and the government. Today, portable benefit programs are really in their infancy. There are a couple of emerging programs, one for caregivers provided through care.com, and another for domestic workers provided by myalia.com, which offer coverage and social protections for workers who have been left out of traditional benefit systems. In the public policy realm, there were two legislative efforts of note in 2017. House Bill 2109 in the state of Washington would have required platform companies with more than 50 service providers to offer benefit accounts. The proposal also required 
industrial insurance coverage through the Washington Department of Labor and Industries be offered to those service providers. Senator Mark Warner of Virginia and Representative Susan Del Bene of Washington introduced complementary legislation in the Senate and House, which would have developed a $20 million grant fund to incentivize pilot portable benefit programs at the local level. All of these programs and policy proposals are really a patchwork of different ideas and concepts. They span different industries and different kinds of work arrangements. However, they're unified around the concept that all workers should have a measure of economic security through some type of work protections and benefits. Like most new ideas, all of these programs raise more questions than answers. Some of the questions related to portable benefits include, what protections and benefits should be included? Health insurance, unemployment, workers' compensation, and disability insurance have all been proposed. Retirement accounts, education accounts, and paid time off have also been included. Would these benefits and protections be voluntary or mandatory? This is a really important consideration for workers' compensation, which is generally compulsory across the United States. Who would administer these portable benefit accounts? Governments, municipalities or states, unions, nonprofit organizations, or for-profit companies have all been raised as possible benefit administrators. We're likely to see all of the above as the idea is explored further. Who pays? The cost of workers' compensation has been borne by employers in our current model, but new funding models may emerge. One could imagine that multiple entities, workers, companies, and consumers contribute a share to these portable benefit accounts. What about parity? Should portable benefit accounts be required to match statutorily defined coverage, i.e. are the benefits the same as those under unemployment insurance or workers' compensation or state disability programs? Or should the market be allowed to innovate and offer different kinds of benefits for different kinds of accounts? These questions and more are critical for those interested in workplace occupational safety, health, and workers' compensation to consider and begin answering. Enabling legislation and pilot programs are starting to happen at the local, state, and federal level. It is important for the workers' compensation industry to monitor what is happening related to portable benefits and the changing employment relationships. As work accident insurance coverage, as we know it, may be overlooked and not commonly understood by legislative staff. And I leave you with one more Dylan song. Oh, the foes will rise with the sleep still in their eyes, and they'll jerk from their beds and think they're dreaming, but they'll pinch themselves and squeal and know that it's for real, 
the hour when the ships come in. New models of social protections are emerging. It is essential that the workers' compensation industry be not only aware, but prepared and actively involved in the discussions. Be not foes, but wise men looking to positively shape the future. Thank you for listening to Accidentally, the IAIABC's podcast series. I look forward to reflecting on workers' compensation issues throughout the years. Subscribe to Accidentally on iTunes or listen at iaiabc.org slash podcast. I love hearing from you. You can send me an email at jwolf at iaiabc.org. Thanks for listening. Cheers.